Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the Rose and Shine podcast. Featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos-Solson. Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Good morning. This is Victoria sending from Stockholm. Good morning. And this is Josephine and Luca. <laughs> sending from the country house. Yay! Where summer has come back. <laughs> so actually we did uh, this episode on New York, uh, which we've got lots of great feedback on. And then we realized we're actually from Stockholm. So of course we need to make a Stockholm special. Exactly. And given all of the people that are asking us for advice and friends and, you know, visiting Stockholm and summer is of course a wonderful time to visit Stockholm. We thought, why not? put this all here into a fantastic podcast episode with our best kind of tips and ideas and thoughts around Stockholm. Yes, indeed. Whether you've been to Stockholm already or new, perhaps, you know, you'll get some new ideas. We'll try to combine a little bit of ideas on where to visit and places to go and some history and some facts. And let's just Start with that. Stockholm is uh, actually the biggest city in the Scandinavian countries. Just want to point that out. And very humbly, we call it the, what is it? The capital of Scandinavia. Yeah. It's the slogan of Stockholm. Oh, is it? Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure the other uh, countries love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Norway. We love you, Denmark. But, you know, we have the capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so we have, uh, like, depends how you count, but about one and a half to two million inhabitants, mm-hmm. if you include the suburbs. And one fun fact is that the name Stockholm comes from the two words, actually, stock, meaning log, mm-hmm. and holm meaning islet, sort of a mini island. And No one really knows how we got this name, but one account claims that it was actually Vikings trying to decide where they would find their new settlement. So they put this stock and filled it with gold and let the stock float away. And it ended up on Riddarholmen, which is, you know, one of the core of Stockholm. And that's where they started to build their town. I had no idea. (laughs) I did think that there's something to do but with stocks yeah. obvi- or logs, yeah. but I thought it was more like, oh, we shipped the logs through Stockholm or something like that. No, but, no, okay. that's also, that's an alternative theory, but I like the one about the Viking and the gold much better. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so it dates back all the way to, that's Luke in the background saying hi. Um, it's dating back to 1252. Yeah. Right? And Birger Jarl mm-hmm. was the one. Good old burger. Yeah. 
So in the 1200s, that's pretty cool, I it think. It is pretty cool. Yeah. And what you don't necessarily know of Stockholm, but you see it very clearly if you visit Stockholm, is that it's built up across all of these different islands. Yeah. So Which when I when you said the slogan of Stockholm, I thought you were going to say Venice of the North, because I ah. think that's what we also say about Stockholm. That's also very beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I do think there are other there are a few other cities like somewhere in Holland or Belgium also I think that are claiming to be the Venice of the North, but we're like true north, so <laughs> we we get to take it. It sounds very yeah, game uh, of uh, thrones. We're the true north. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. But anyway, so it's beautiful that I must say as uh you know, we were of course both of us born in Stockholm. Our poor brother, he when he was born, he's between us in age. We were living somewhere else, so he didn't get this, but <laughs> We're bonus Stockholm. <laughs> Our poor brother is not from Stockholm. No. Just like my poor youngest son yeah. is not born in Stockholm. No, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. Mm. But I, I think in a sense, we're li- because Stockholm is like any other capital in the world, a lot of people that live in Stockholm are actually not from Stockholm. Mm. And I don't know if you've thought about this, but we're a little bit unique because all our four grandparents are actually born in Stockholm. I wake up and I think about the uniqueness every morning. <laughs> and we're, of course, not passing this on to our children because you married a man from New Zealand uh-huh. and I married a man from Skåne, <laughs> which is a different part of Sweden. Exactly. So we, we destroyed all of this. Yeah. yeah. But um, so Stockholm is fantastic. We have some, uh, there are some negative things attached to Stockholm as well, right? Uh, really? The Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a name that is now used today in psychology, really, mm-hmm. actually. But it's one of the most famous crimes that we've had. And it originates back and there's also a movie called The Stockholm Syndrome now, I think, telling this whole story. Have you seen that movie? No, no, I haven't. But I've heard that there is a movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, originating back to this uh, six-day bank siege at Norma's Torg in central Stockholm in 1973. Where, yeah, the idea around the Stockholm syndrome is that the hostages started to side with or identify with their with their captors. Yeah, it's a very exciting drama. Yeah, yeah. So and you know, and also it's now really a name of a psychological phase that you can go through. Mm. And another interesting fact about Stockholm, and it's kind of double interesting, is that there are about. 70,000 Stockholmers that take their bikes every day to work or school or whatever, Mm. which, you know, it makes sense in summer. But the fact is that a lot of (laughs) my friends, they keep biking throughout winter. You know, it's quite impressive, I'd say. It's pretty brave. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And another fact, and I had to Google this, I didn't know this actually, is that we have about almost 100 museums in Stockholm, which makes Stockholm one of the cities with most museums per capita. Mm. Well, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll mention a few, right? We're going to recommend a, a, a few of our favorite yeah. museums. Yeah, yeah. Another thing that I think you should be aware of, and I remember because I had friends coming over from Holland for a weekend in January and they were like so excited and and I'm like let's just immediately drive into the city so I can show you and they're like what's the hair I'm like yeah I kind of want you to see it in daylight (laughs) and they were like at three o'clock you know the sun is setting in winter and they're like wow this is weird you know like almost channeling like stranger things (laughs) 
<laughs> because it was all dark. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is kind of a little bit exceptional. But on the other hand, and that's the interesting thing, we have the nice part of 18 to 20 hours of sun in the summer. So then the sun almost doesn't set. Yeah, so it does matter when you visit Stockholm. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean that you can't visit in the winter and have a lovely time. I mean, it's uh, it's fantastic as well, but it's very, very different. Yeah. And I remember, I remember once celebrating my birthday and we were actually sitting, we had like tea at, at the Grand Hotel. Uh, and your birthday is in February. In February, looking out over the castle, which... In Stockholm, our castle is like the least colorful building in yeah. the whole in the whole city. It's it's very strange. Yeah. And my friends that were visiting, they were like, "This reminds me of my idea of Stalingrad," because <laughs> it was just dark and you know this massive palace <laughs> and, and yeah, and then this mm. massive palace and so that's not that's not our recommendations of Stockholm. No, <laughs> unless you come Christmas time, that could be beautiful with all the Christmas markets and. So you'll have cozy dark. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. So that's actually a, a great uh, idea what to do. And we've sort of divided this episode into talking through all the different sections of Stockholm. So you can follow us through each of the sections. So which, uh, which part of Stockholm do you want to start with, Josephine? Well, let's start with the uh, Södermalm, the south. Yeah, so uh, that's a good idea. Södermalm um, is, uh, well, our dad's parents are from this region, but it's just like any other city in the world, I guess. You have your spots where you feel more comfortable with, where you spend lots of time or not so much time. And we don't spend that much time. It's not where we're from and of this part of the town, but it's quite a trendy little bit of a bohemic part of Stockholm, right? Yeah, it's the hipster. If you're a hipster visiting Stockholm, you should visit Södermalm. Yeah, and <laughs> lots of our friends love it and go there. We go there a lot. Now and... I feel like we're saying like we don't like that area. That's not true. We like it. A lot. I mean, Södermalm is fantastic. Yeah, and and there are so many nice places to go and nice like a lot of boutiques and shops that have a little bit more uh, alternative things. Edge. I would say. Edge, yeah. Yeah, and actually, my one of my all-time favorite museums in the world, I would say, is there. And that's uh, the Fotografiska. Mm. And that's like such a beautiful museum. I'd recommend anyone to go there. And it's nice for a couple of reasons. First of all, the content, the exhibitions and the artists that they have uh, there. So it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's also very nicely located. Well, it it's sort of rough on the harbor, but you have a beautiful view of, of Stockholm, really, from there. You have a wonderful view, and it's uh, the restaurant is amazing on the top floor. Yeah. yeah. And there you have to book. That could be good to know. It's not like any other museum, coffee shop. You really have to sort of book it in advance to make sure that you have a table. But to go there in an afternoon and have a, first a tour and then go up and conclude with a dinner, that's the perfect uh, evening, I would say. We've done that quite a few times. Yeah, and it's a very New York-y type museum, I think. It's kind of dark and cool. Yeah, true. So mm. all the hipsters have a place to go. <laughs> but in, in, another thing I'm, I'm thinking of, if you've read the trilogy of it with Stieg Larsson with... Um, 
Lisbeth Salander and everything. This is the part of Stockholm where she lives. And I think they even arranged tours that you can follow in uh, their footsteps. And mm. so that's a cool thing to do. I'm Södermalm. And um, one favorite spot for me personally, and I, I guess you like it too, is actually church. It's uh, the Katarina Kyrka, uh, which mm-hmm. is... Um, located in the midst of Södermalm and it's a little bit well our grandparents are buried there and it's also quite nice for us because our grandfather's father he used to be the janitor and manage that entire church and the building and the gardens and everything so they had their apartment on looking onto this graveyard Uh and it's you know, it's a place where people actually have picnics in the summer. It's uh, it's it's very nice. So that's a really nice spot uh, in in Södermalm. And here, from here, you have easy access to the um, views and the small little cobble streets looking over, you know, the rest of Stockholm. So that's very nice. And of course, and that makes tr- me think of Mosebacke and that whole yeah. area, which is um, just over Slussen. And there you will have bands playing and um, and a nice restaurant looking out over Stockholm. Yeah, so that's beautiful. And that actually reminds me that one of my favorite running races mm. for everyone who's into that is on Södermalm. And it's called the Midnight Race. And that's and in August. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in August. And it starts, so it's actually quite funny. A friend of mine, she was going to run this for the first time. And she can be, you know, she's very smart and focused, but she can also be a little bit, you know, not looking into details. Uh-huh. So she's like, it's called a midnight race, right? Yeah. So she's going to, to run it and she uh, gets into town and she goes like, let's just have a nice cup of coffee and relax until it's midnight. And yeah. <laughs> she gets there at midnight. And of course, everyone, it starts at nine in the evening or something. Yeah. So I guess the last ones get into the, you know, after it's a 10K race. Uh-huh. And it's beautiful. And it's and are you normally dressed out or were you just dressed out when you ran it? No. <laughs> no, so that was one year. Yeah. When we so we're a group of friends doing this race quite often. And they had, you know, registered and I'd forgotten to register until the very last minute. They're like, but you have to run, we've decided. I'm like, oh my goodness. And the only spots they had available was for the masquerade. <laughs> group starting group oh, fancy dress <laughs> yeah so i'm like so i buy tickets for this but and thinking like yeah yeah i could but then they're like you get the rules from them and they're telling you that you won't be let in unless you are in an outfit so i'm like <laughs> and so i buy this like and i'm like okay it should be something that i have and i have this running skirt marine blue and that kind of gave me the idea that i should run as a sailor or a sailor uh-huh. girl or something yeah but the thing of course is when you run you know so you get a lot of sheer it that's a recommendation if you like a lot of sheer from the audience because everyone's like hey look sailor girl and go <laughs> for it because it's yeah. part of like the entire set of month they're all coming out to share for you which is super nice but this race, it's also quite hilly because it goes up and down and i remember one point actually coming up to Musabak. <laughs> And I was like yeah, quite tough, eh? tired. And I think I was catching up with my friends that were a bit ahead. Yeah. And then this one woman was called, hey, go sailor girl. You look a little bit tired, <laughs> but you can do it. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. 
Um, yeah, yeah. So that's a wonderful race for anyone coming there. And for the people that don't want to run but want to drink, you've been recommending me a nice bar that I haven't visited yet. Yeah, and actually I thought we could have this because Stockholm has become quite famous for all our rooftop bars. Mm. We have so many, so I thought we could sort of say that for each part. And, and the one here in Södermalm, there are a few. One is Gondolen, which is in the old Katarina elevator where you, you're really sitting like on the glass balcony kind of thing, viewing the entire Stockholm. Mm. But that it's a little bit strict, more, you know, formal fine dining kind of thing. But I celebrated my 18th uh, birthday there. Yeah. That's the only time I think I've eaten there. Oh, mm. yeah. But And I've gone there for drinks. It's also quite nice mm. because you have the view. And But another cool place is called Himlen, which means the sky. And they also have a nice restaurant, but an even nicer bar that is super cool to go that I really enjoy. But that bar is indoors. So maybe when the weather is not that beautiful, it's it's nice to go there. Or when it's colder to be outside. Okay. So that's Södermalm. So from, yeah, so from Södermalm, I think we'll take the uh, bus, yeah. bus number three, uh-huh. and pop over to our neighborhoods. Yeah. So that's where we both went to school. That's where kind of town Stockholm really started for both of us. Mm-hmm. Like how we really got familiarized with the, with the inner city, being suburbians, uh, both of us. Yeah. Uh, growing up mm-hmm. so that's where Kung Salman's gymnasium is which we went to and loved and uh, yeah I don't know where to start in terms of all of the fond memories yeah there yeah. Um, and our parents lived there yeah just uh, a stone uh, throw away from from the school yeah which is one also another really nice spot which is of course there's as we said before lots of water in Stockholm and this is the favorite like morning jog or morning walk spot and it's called Normala Strand and it's just down at the cave really from where our school was and where our parents live and it's quite busy because people will be going there for morning jogs as well and if you walk around there you will eventually uh, reach the city house which is uh, where they give out the Nobel Prize. Yeah the town hall right? Yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's a beautiful spot. So Normala Strand actually means uh, the north um, beach of uh, the lake, Mälaren, which of course is uh, one of the largest lakes in Sweden and is connected to, to the ocean. Yeah. Which we told you the stocks were, were going through <laughs> or two. And there are some lovely restaurants down, especially in the summer season. Yeah. Uh, down by the water where you can sit. And then you sit and you look back at Södermalm from there. Yeah. Uh, so Mälar Pavilion is one spot and then you have the Orangeriet and Trattorian. So these are very, very nice places to stay and eat. Yeah. And so uh, I think you posted some photos on our Instagram on from mom's big birthday party. And we had went on a big boat with all her friends and our friends. And and that one started from this uh, Normella strand. So it's quite pretty. And ended at Normella strand. Yeah. <laughs> for a pretty good <laughs> at party. At for some of us. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking about. Uh-huh. Um, and then we have Vasa Stam. Yeah. So Vasa, of course, follows like the, the name of our most famous and maybe important uh, king yeah. in the history of Sweden. Mm-hmm. So Vasa Stam. And could we say that the ones that are that are hipsters but still want to be a bit more city hipsters they live in Vasastan 
Yeah, that's probably true. Like the basically the hip. Well, I was going to say the hipsters with kids, but I think there are loads of kids in Södermalm as well. But yeah, it feels yeah. like you kind of grow up a little bit. I, I have loads of friends, you know, that are living in in Vasastan, and our brother is living there. And it's I think it's a beautiful place to live with the. Uh, with kids, but you still have access to like restaurants and nice parks and yeah, a beautiful part of Stockholm. Yeah, so a nice place to go here is uh, Röstrandsgatan, which they actually turn into just a pedestrian street in summer yeah. with all the little restaurants. It's super nice, mm-hmm. and it's also nice to know if you read when you were a child the Astrid Lindgren books. You know, Pippi Longstocking or uh, Carlson Potaket. Carlson on the rooftop. I don't know what it's called in English, but you know, it's that's where she lived. She lived in this part of the town, Astrid Lindgren, and that's where she wrote all her stories from. And so that's quite nice to know. And on that, I don't know if it's in Vasastan or more towards the city center, where you now can go. You can go um, tours on the rooftops. Oh yeah! So it's like you go with a with a zipline type thing, or you're connected so that you can't fall down, and you climb between the rooftops as a way of seeing Stockholm in the sunset or in the evening. Yeah. So this uh, this area is uh, super nice, and you find some really nice shops uh, around. But let's move on to the next part. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Where do you want to go? I want to go to Estemam. Okay, 
Let's go to it. Makes sense because from Vasistan you can actually walk up to Östermalm. Mm-hmm. They're neighbors. Yeah. So Östermalm is the the posh part of Stockholm. Mm-hmm. That's the you know the supposedly the most expensive part to live, uh, and also the um, some of the more expensive restaurants and and of course it's it's very close and very much connected to to both Yugoden and the old town so it's very central yeah uh, and it's a beautiful part of Stockholm it's beautiful and so we said our dad and his family is from Södermalm and our mom and her family is from Östermalm mm. and that's quite nice they had uh, it's not so normal any longer i mean it used to be townhouses and now it's apartment buildings but our mother and her or her parents had a townhouse in Lärkstaden which is such a lovely little section of stock of Östermalm that I'd recommend anyone just to walk by and and look at and today there are lots of embassies that have their residencies there yeah but it's very nice and very pretty mm-hmm. um i think sofia hemet one of the oldest hospitals of stockholm where rafael was born yeah. it's also very nice there mhm and we have some of our favorite restaurants in this part so if you want a really nice stockholm uh, kind of people watching restaurant of course we have the uh, studehof that yeah. we uh, every time it used to be like that anyways when i didn't come back so often it felt like when you came back you had to have a lunch at the studehof so yeah. that's a, a really it's nice usually the homecoming uh, lunch place or right. leaving yeah because that's where you can have a really nice toastgagen which is a very nice swedish thing to eat and uh, so it's all really kind of traditional swedish dishes yeah in a delicious presentation yeah <laughs> and they're always very nice and friendly that's like a classical restaurant of of Stockholm that's been around forever mm. uh, which is super nice also makes me think of another restaurant and in a, a story from our family so our grandmother was quite academic and uh, she was married then obviously to our grandfather who was a military and you know he would always say to her like where she was asking where are you where ha- where have you been and he would go kb which in her world meant Kungliga biblioteket as in yeah. the royal library. Yeah. So she was like, yeah, that's really a good sort of, you know, like he's hanging out a lot <laughs> at the royal library and everything. But obviously he was talking about a different KB which is a bar or a restaurant <laughs> that's uh, also not that far from Struhof that is super nice. So that's where he went. So that's quite of a fun story. Yeah. From there. Uh-huh. And and also another place here you have the Royal Swedish Theater and you have uh, which is called Dramaten and they actually do have sort of a rooftop or a terrace uh, place where you can have uh, drinks. And there starts Strandvägen. Mm. Which is beautiful also on the lake and you have all these boats and all little if you're coming summer this is where you would take the boat out to the archipelago or maybe you stop there at the quay and have some drinks it's really really a nice place also very beautiful yeah so estermalm is pretty much linked to the city so i'm not sure where the border goes really but there's some really good shopping around stureplan and then i think we're actually sort of entering the city or we call normalm or or the city mm-hmm. and here you have like the main shopping 
But you do have some really nice things like some rooftop uh, bars like Talk, Urban Deli, mm. the Continental at the Central Station. There's some really, yeah, look out for those rooftops because that's a cool thing to do if you want to have a nice drink and, and see Stockholm and get the pretty views. Yeah. And that's also where our podcast studio has been at the Clarion Hotel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Clarion, right? where we've been recording. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and where we had our live uh, show a few months ago. Yeah. So the the Norman has some parts which, you know, that's been a big debate. But like I think in was it in the sixties where they tore down a lot of the old buildings because they were quite rough and not well kept, and they built quite ugly buildings some of them you know mm. so it's not so nice but then also in the right in this part you have the opera house where one of our kings uh, king gustav the third was shot during a masquerade party so like lots of, of things there and and from there you see the governmental building and then you walk into the old town so stockholm is a really nice town for walking also you could spend like an entire day just walking between all these different parts of Stockholm and along the waterline. And it's very nice like that. And and talking about all the water that we have, it's very, very clean. And I believe Stockholm is one of the most clean capitals of the world. And I think we have one picture of like the mayor just a few years ago that took a glass of water and, and or like a glass and took up the water from the sea just on the where he was standing and sort of like this is how clean Stockholm is and then he drank it. Oh that's a good PR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh well that's pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. Rumor has it he took a drink afterwards. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah exactly. One one shot of melon, one shot of uh, of absolute vodka. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then so finally we have uh, Yugoran. Yeah, that's it's Yugoran. It literally means like the the animal park, um, and it's uh, where the um, where the king would go and and shoot animals, right? In in the past, I think that's why it's called Yugoran. Yeah. So basically, just to know, this is like this beautiful green part. No big buildings. It's more like a nature open space where we go for Sunday walks or picnics. There's and... almost no residential buildings there. No. And the only people that live there seems to like have some kind of connection to the royal family and having, you know, inherited. Yeah. And, and this is my view of yeah. it, but inherited <laughs> a, a, a house there or its embassies yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And here you also find some really nice uh, museums as well. And you can walk toward out to Jurgården by walking along Standvägen that we were just talking about. But you can also take um, boats, little ferries from uh, Slussen or from the central part of Stockholm to get there. And I think we have some of the most famous museums, like one is the Vasa Museum, and I know a lot of people really appreciate that. You want to say the story of the Vasa ship? 
Yeah, so it's an incredible story. So the Wasa ship was built in, in 1628, and the story has it that the king of the time decided that he wanted to add a couple of layers onto the ship to make it look really, really grand. Impressive, yeah. Really <laughs> impressive. Uh, so it made this super tall, but of course not functioning uh, ship. Like it was too tall and skinny, basically. Yeah. So it sailed out and it was the pride of Stockholm and the whole of Stockholm is standing around waving at this ship. And just as it starts like five minutes into its uh, tour, it hits by a wind and it falls over. And sinks yeah. in front of all of these people. And of yeah. course, it's a, it's a huge, uh, you know, disaster at the time. Loads of people die and so on. But then it's known that this ship is lying there, but it's quite deep where it sank. Yeah. So it wasn't until in the 19-something, maybe 50s or, or so, that they actually find the ship and manage to pull the ship out in its entirety from the bottom of the ocean and now have that in this beautiful Vasa museum. Yeah, and because it was so deep where it sank, it also made it, it stayed so intact. So it served that's it. quite, yeah. yeah. And that's what I, uh, you know, I remember going there with um, our grandfather when I was a child and he was really like, because he was really into History. History yeah. and in particular war history, <laughs> warships and, you know, and, and it was so, it's beautiful. And the museum that they've built is also quite spectacular because they've done it really nice. So I'd recommend anyone to go and, and see that museum. Yeah, no, it's it's quite incredible. Do visit the Vasa Museum. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to be indoors. So pick a, a cloudy or a rainy day or a snowy <laughs> day for that. But if you're there on a beautiful day, you also have, which is quite unique, uh, one of the, or it's the world's first open air museum that was built in 1891 called Skansen. Yes. So I think for Swedes, it's, or Stockholm people, it's most famous because of all the animals. It's a zoo, kind of, or you bring your children to watch the, everything from the elks to... Do they have tigers? I don't know. But all the different animals. I was going to say ice bears, but they don't have that either. But they no. have bears. <laughs> yeah, they have bears. Yeah. But what's more unique in a sense, I guess, is that they have over 150 different buildings that they've taken from the very south of Sweden all the way to the very north. You know, all these historical buildings and they've just picked them up and brought them there. So you really can sort of walk through through the entire Sweden with the history and the, you know how it used to look like and the the people working there will wear the clothes from the different regions and you will walk into the house and there will be this old lady baking bread in there and it's quite nice yeah it's fantastic and they also have the the very famous christmas market they do where we always used to go first of Advent, so the first Sunday in December. Yeah, that's a tradition. Yeah, beautiful. And if you're up for a little bit more fun and you're still in your garden, as you, I mean, there are plenty of museums, but one for if we have any ABBA fans, oh. you have the ABBA Museum there, which is... Uh, I still have not been. Oh, have you? Oh, it's not that big, actually. You can do it pretty fast, but it's really nicely done. 
it's a bit fun. You can sort of everything from you can kind of do karaoke and be the fifth member of the ABBA. Oh, really? And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun for the entire family, really. <laughs> okay. So that's nice. So from you, Gorana, from these other parts, you you are very well connected to the boats that could take you to the archipelago yeah. as well. Yeah. Which is lovely to visit. If you visit Sweden in the summer, try to go out to Fjäderholmarna or Sandhamn or Vaxholm um, because it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a must do. And you can either take a boat where you jump off and, and walk around in Vaxholm, for example. Or what I did when we had... Um, our friends visiting from New York was just to take them on a boat cruise where you actually just sat on the boat and ate lunch and then came back again if you're short on time. How was that? It was actually, it was really, really nice. Um, It was, uh, yeah, you go out and and the food was actually excellent. Maybe you think on one of these tourist boats that it won't be that good, but it was great. Um, And you were out for two hours and uh, yeah, no, I would highly recommend it. Ah, super. Yeah. So that's like a typical thing that you don't do if you live in the town. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what I love having visitors because then you do all these nice things. So Exactly. So yeah. I think the the only thing remaining now is really where to stay. And of course, we have so many nice uh, hotels in Stockholm. Really, I would say. I mean, quite trendy, nice, all different kinds of price ranges. And everyone always have the perception that Stockholm is so expensive. And I can kill that myth now because the Swedish currency is not doing great. So it's great for everyone else to come to Stockholm and enjoy it, which is really, really good. Yeah. And if you compare it to hotels in the US, I would say that it's uh, really affordable. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And but of course, the place we want to recommend everyone to go is to our family hotel, which is Welcome Hotel. Of course. And now it's been so nice with the spa and everything. Yeah. Now it's a must visit. Yeah. So the the good thing is that it's quite easy access from the airport. So you can go there very easily or if you come by car and then you just take the fast train in. So it's within 15 minutes you are at the central station. So you don't have the hassle of driving into town or anything. It's super simple and very nice and you can come back and have a nice dip in the pool or enjoy the spa when you're there mm. and we need to mention Lassamaya of course the the restaurant which is the oldest running restaurant in Stockholm in Sweden in Sweden yeah for sure yeah. so that's just uh, behind the hotel so even though the hotel is very modern the this inn is beautiful we've spoken about it before it's from the 1700 and it's uh, super nice and it's also it has uh, one of the best Christmas tables in Stockholm it's been voted and put forward each year so it's quite famous for that if you come around Christmas you should definitely go and it has a very interesting story behind its name so it's called Lassamaya which is a female name and a male name the other way around and it's uh, about a thief that lived and, and stole uh, silver from this nearby church but the, what he did was that he dressed out in women's clothes when he was doing his uh, deeds. Yeah. So it was a very interesting story. But then he was also such a good chef that he was uh, freed from his prison sentence because he made this beautiful dinner when, when the king was visiting in the 1670s or, or so. Yeah. Uh, and hence the name <laughs> of, of the restaurant, uh, La Semaya. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. 
So I think this, I mean, we could obviously have gone into depth and talk for hours and hours about our Stockholm, but all I would want to say is come and visit because it's a lovely place and uh, pick a time with more light. Yes, and we'll post some more um, pictures and ideas on our Instagram account, Bruce and Shine. So make sure that you follow us there for some more tips. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening and uh, we're looking forward to talking to you soon. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.